Your boy's been laid up a couple of days, so I had a lot to think about, bro. <laughs> I had a lot, I had a lot to think about. Hey, what's my boy on that team? Hey, man, hey, hey, hey. Good morning, man. How you feeling today? What do? What's the deal, man? It's your boy, Jimmy Neal, man. You know, I'm feeling good, bro. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling great, man. I'm back in, man. It's just something's on my ticker. But the devil is alive. Big up. Good morning, sir. How you doing today? I'm standing. Beautiful day. You know, full of rainy clouds outside. It's Saturday. I'll turn that mic on. What's on? Is it on? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Did you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Try it again. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Well, something right there. I don't know what that is. You know, uh, but we'll get it rolling. We'll catch it up. We'll make it happen. So, stay on line with your boys, man. You know, we got a big show going on today. We're going to take about a two-minute break. And we come back, and we'll dive right off into it. And we'll get rolling. So, stay on the field with your boys, man. Sports official, the sports official.com.
2856-2856-telephone-number-www.thesportsofficials.com. We got it all together. We got it working. We got it cracking, lagging. We'll try it again. Begin the list. Good morning. How are you doing this morning, sir? Outstanding. It's a beautiful day. Ready for some college football. NFL tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had the, uh, the Colts and the Texans on Thursday night. Colts and Texans this past Thursday night, nearly nil. And um, I want to throw something at you right quick. First two games, Andrew Luck is 0-2, throwing for five touchdowns, three interceptions. The next two games, backup quarterback Matt Hasselbeck is 2-0, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. Am I reading into it too much? No. <laughs> Because everybody always say luck was this, luck was that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, I was only, I was only on this show to tell y'all, like, man, come on, man. Is he that cold? You know what I mean? Is he, is he, is he this the guy? You know what I mean? But uh, don't nobody, ain't nobody talking about that. They're killing RG3 right now. But nobody talking about uh, the, the trials and tribulations of Andrew Luck. You know what I mean? Because he's the good luck kid. But uh, I, I just don't, uh, I mean, I, look. I think he's a good quarterback. I picked him in the first round of my fantasy draft, one of them, thinking he's going to have a breakout year. But uh, Whoops. he got – thank you. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. But uh, you have to realize, man, you know, uh, um, you're just not as good as everybody say you are, man. You know what I mean? You got a lot of work to do just like everybody uh, in the league has to do as far as being a elite quarterback, man. So, yeah, it's it's a lot to read into it. Oh, I absolutely agree. Um, Andrew Luck is – Kind of a product of his own his own hype mm-hmm. right now. Uh, at some point, the expectations got so high mm-hmm. for what he was supposed to be capable of doing it. When he when he wasn't doing it, now you start calling him into question. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had some injuries in, in his supporting cast a lot of times, and his offensive line hasn't always been as good as it is as it should be. Um, but at the same time. If you are a high-level uh, NFL quarterback, you, there are a couple of things you, you learn to do. You need to learn to get rid of the ball quickly, mm-hmm. or you learn to, to call call plays and break off routes and whatever. If your offensive line can't hold up, then you got to get the ball out of your hands. And that's what he hasn't been doing. So that's what I was just about to ask you. They think mm-hmm. he's holding that ball a little bit too long out there? Absolutely. He's been absolutely holding the ball too long, and that's what's getting him into trouble. You know, um, there was a lot of talk about his offensive line, about them not having an offensive line. Uh, there was a lot of talk about them having the, uh, I guess, the, the aging stars, if you will, with uh, uh, Frank Gore and uh, uh, one Andre Johnson, you know, out there. So you had you had those discussions out there as well. Um, but at the same time, let's look at the teams that he played also. You know, I mean, he faced the Bills defense that was on opening day. It was kind of tough. tough. Right. Uh, then he went and faced the Jets defense. You know, that really was good. that was kind of tough. Uh, and I said he was 0-2. He was actually 1-2. Uh, and, and he played the uh, Tennessee Titans. You know, and that was a shootout. You know, in division shootout with uh, uh, the young rookie Marcus Mariota. But then it goes down, and Hasselback comes in, and he plays the Jaguars. You know, and then he turns around and plays the Texans. You know, so I would like to see him play next weekend against the Patriots. And that, my friend, will be a good measuring stick for us. I don't think we'll get to see it because I think 
you know, just like any other star, once the backup come in, all of a sudden, whatever hurts you, start feeling better when they win it. You know, and you want to get back on that field as soon as possible mm-hmm. to dispel any type of uh, controversy that may arise out of your backup doing better than you. Absolutely. You know, so I, you don't want to be Drew Bledsoe. You dang sure don't want to be Drew Bledsoe. Well, I don't think you have to worry about that with Hasselbeck. No, no, not with Hasselbeck, <laughs> but, you know, the concept. Five, five touchdowns, no picks? Yes. Two wins? Yes. No. <laughs> Hasselbeck, Neil, there's only three players left in the NFL for the 98 draft. What did Leah say? I'm just saying <laughs> five touchdowns, no picks, and two wins. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. He 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 has led the way from them guys, you know, and they got back to what they were supposed to do when Gore got there. They pound the ball with Gore. He looked pretty good against the Texans on uh Thursday night. And of course, you know, Andre Johnson going back home on Thursday night, you know, he was ready to show naked booty. Just like the the, uh, uh, the two tight ends, they kept them in the block. Those edge rushers and JJ Watt and um, Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion Clowney. I mean, big time. Those guys didn't even get a sniff, you know, a sniff of Hasselbeck whatsoever. You know, so do they do that when Andrew Luck is in there though? Do they no. keep those tight ends in like that to help block when he's in there? Because they want, they think he can take the hit, and two, they want him to make the play. I mean, so. Right. No, you know, the playbook is different with Hasselbeck and uh, Luck. But my question is, if you're the offensive coordinator and if you're game planning like that, and surely your offensive line is not that great to where you can afford to let your tight ends go out like that every single time, why not game plan the same way for Andrew Luck? But they may have to now. Mm-hmm. They may have to, and especially, you know, there are a couple of plays that I recall specifically where J.J. Watt takes a wide um, – pass rush, mm-hmm. and they run Frank Gore right behind mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. So um, I think Gore is going to be a much more integral part of the offense, even when Andrew Luck gets back. Mm-hmm. If, the, if they do that, you know, the playbook shrinks, you know, and uh, everything that they plan on doing, you know, in the preseason and in training camp, and that's why they went and got, you know, they signed T.Y. to the big deal. They drafted Philip Dorsett, man, because they thought they had another fast outside guy who can make a play for him with Andrew Luck in the pocket making plays, throwing the ball, putting him where he needs to be. And they got them a big-time, big-possession receiver in Andre Johnson. So it kind of shrinks the playbook, man, when you, if, you, if you, you know bring those two tight ends in, man, because you can't have all those three wide receivers in the game at the same time with two, with two tight ends. And, uh and, you know, like I say, man, um, it depends what side the ball is on the field, man. You know, you can only do so, so many things, you know what I mean? Play action left is not going to work if the ball is on, on, on the left hash side, you know what I mean? You have, you have to, and if you want to go right, you know, you probably don't have the personnel to block on the right side. So it kind of shrinks the playbook a lot, you know what I mean? So they probably will, but I, but like I say, man, they got a lot invested in luck, and I think they're going to want to open it up again once he gets back. On the flip side, Talking about the guys who uh, who they were playing that night and speaking on the, uh, of course, the uh, Houston Texans. That quarterback situation is straight Cleveland Brown esque. I mean, up and down. I mean, Brian Horner was a starter. Okay, he lost to the Chiefs. I think he got benched that game. He did. They brought in Mallet. Okay, Mallet is a starter for the next, I think, for the next couple games, I believe. Right. You know, so he lose to the Panthers. He beats the Bucks. You know, the Falcons just absolutely blow him out the water. 
you know, and of course, uh, Hoyer came in doing mop up duty. They started Mallet on Thursday night against the uh, Colts, and once again, you know, he got he got hit pretty good. You know, they stuck it pretty good, and that was a that was one of the reasons, not one of the reasons, but that was an excuse, you know, for uh, what's the coach, Dave O'Brien, right? Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. So uh, it was an excuse for O'Brien, Coach O'Brien, to get him out of there. And they put in uh, Brian Hoyer. And, of course, Brian Hoyer does just what Brian Hoyer does. Come in off the bench. He electrifies. He gets the guys behind him. We got a lucky uh, Hail Mary catch, you know, at the end of the half. Real lucky. Somebody somebody blew a massive defensive assignment on that one. Somebody, like six of them down there. It was him and six others. Had one guy boxing him out like, like he was trying to get the rebound. And he was... Not only was he boxing out uh, uh, strong, but he was creating a barrier in between his other teammates and strong, so they couldn't even get to the ball. But that's a whole that's a whole other story there. Uh, but but it was a well placed ball though. Oh, it was it, Brian Hoyer until it comes down to it. crunch time, and we all know. Yeah, he so I'm, it away. I'm, I'm sitting there watching, and I'm saying to myself, "Okay, self, he's going to have that Brian Hoyer moment real soon. Come crunch time." So as we see, he's marching them down the field. I, I guess it's maybe, what, second and eight? They're like at their 30-yard line or something like that. He had about maybe five to six seconds in that pocket. Nobody was even close. You know, because you've seen Arik going through his progressions and, you know, he started getting excited, and then he felt the pressure coming from the right and threw up a jump ball in the middle of the field. And who was just sitting there waiting on him but the free safety? Nobody else was around him. And I he called for a catch on that pick. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, that's Brian Hoyer. Didn't you all say that to yourself? Oh, yeah, Didn't no you doubt. Say that? Didn't you say that to yourself? I mean, so he truly is what he is. He's a backup, right? He's oh, a backup. absolutely. A good backup, though, backup. <laughs> I know he's kicking himself for turning down that contract Cleveland offered him. Still doing it. You know, still still doing it. He's not a starter. And, of course, now they anointed him the starter for the next game, which is against the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, next week. So, I mean, Jacksonville is not a pushover, you know, per se, because they've been in the games they've been playing in. You know, they just, they have they just been kind of they've definitely been in them games. They've been in all the games they've been playing in. They just kind of snake bit, if you will. You know, their receivers, uh, their receivers cannot stay healthy. I think another one just went down this week, if I'm mistaken. You know, the, started with uh, Justin Blackman. Started with him, and it just kind of trickles down. You know, sort of like you know Josh Gordon started with him, and just kind of just trickles down. Oh man. Isn't that just some some wasted talent right there between those two dudes right there? Unbelievable. Yeah. High picks. Well, Justin Blackman was the high pick. A huge, a huge pick, but how how can you as a 22, 23-year-old, 24-year-old guy, you, you're sitting at home and you look at your bank account. So you're sitting there and I'm like, 10, 12, 15 million dollars. Fifteen million dollars. That should be in your bank account, but because you're a dummy, it's not. And Blackman was a good receiver, man. Oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah. And, and, and the only reason I say that is because I kind of faced him three times in college. Of course. And he destroyed <laughs> us, man. Like, like, look, I keep it real in college. The guy's good against us, he's good, man. <laughs> so y'all the measuring stick. And that dude's good because I, I say it all the time, man, about uh. Uh, Michael Crabtree and Justin Gilbert too. Yeah, well, I, I look. I, I told you about Gilbert. Yeah. I, we faced him three times. I mean, he was terrible. terrible. Hey, look, I, I would give it to you. You yeah. tell us about all the Big Twelve players. Oh yeah, because what well, can we play? You know, I, be, yeah. I, I pay close attention. You know what I mean? I'm playing close attention to the Longhorns today. But uh, 
had the same thing about Crabtree, man. And you know, everybody talks down on Crabtree being the NFL, but I won't. Right. I'm not going to do it. Right. Because to me, he had the best performance in wide receiver history in college. And guess who he was against? Yeah. Man. <laughs> we couldn't stop that dude for nothing, man. So I got all of his freaking work for Crabtree, man. You know, you told me, man, it was, it was, let's see, three, four, five years ago. Three, four, yeah, about five years ago. You know, uh, y'all were about to play the opening game of the season. And you told me, he was like, and I, and I'm going to tell you in a second. I'm sure you probably remember who it was. And uh, we was looking at the schedule. And I was like, man, y'all are about to beat the brakes off these dudes. I was like, man, who is these? Cause these man, they don't have nobody down there. He was like, T, they got this quarterback down there. He was like, man, I am terrified of this guy. I was like, man, those dudes is garbage. And I said, what you mean you terrified? I said, who is it? Anybody ever heard of him? <laughs> who was the quarterback, Neil? Robert Griffin III, You're man. Exactly right. <laughs> and that was before his Heisman year. Yeah. That was the year before his Heisman year. Yeah, you know, I said was like, this dude is crazy. He <laughs> like 400-some yards, like about five or six touchdowns. They upset y'all that day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, look at this quarterback. Neil was talking. Robert Griffin III. So when it comes to your Big 12 players, you know, I'm, uh, as a whole too, but especially Big 12, when it comes to your Big 12 players, I tend to listen to you, man. I, I try to give you grief on a lot of it. Yeah, I know. Uh, but, it's all but, good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. You pretty much be spot on when you when it, when it comes to those dudes. You pretty much you pretty much be uh, spot on. You know when it comes and you know when it comes to Oklahoma guys, you're just super biased. But other than that, you know. Except <laughs> uh, I admit it. You know, hey, but you know, hey, it's deserved. <laughs> <laughs> it's deserved. Okay. <laughs> All right, so today, speaking of Oklahoma, you got the uh, Red River rivalry, you know, if you want to call it that right now, because I think you won, what, five, six straight? How many you won straight down against you? We won six out of the last seven. Six out of the last seven, and Charlie Strong is struggling right now with those uh, uh, Mac boys that he's inherited. You know, you got those guys that he cut last year. I think we talked about it last week on the show. He cut a lot of those guys, kicked them off the team last year. Some of them actually starters had the one kid this past week tweeting, retweeting that halftime, whatever the right. tweet is about, man. And it's, it's man, social media just got a grip on these kids nowadays. I mean, that's just out of this world, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's, it's not just the kids, but we'll get to that one later. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's just got that grip on them, man. These folks just can't learn how to put it down and let it go, you know. And to be tweet, retweeting something at halftime, and, you know, it, it was just it was just ridiculous. But, you know, I think that, you know, they got him on the hot seat. It's only his second year. He don't even have a chance to get in his recruiting classes yet. You know, it should be at least, what, two classes in. If you get him at least two classes in, you know, let those guys develop. And when they become sophomores and juniors, you know, then you can start judging. But right now, I think it's too early. And uh, Matt Brown is a different coach than Charlie Strong. So, he, Matt Brown was more of like a tough inside running coach, you know, he uh doesn't want the flashy quarterback, you know, he wants the guy to make the plays for him, you know, and you know, with a dink and dunk offense here and there and let the let the backs make the plays or, you know, let the wide receivers make the plays, you know, as far as, you know, uh uh screen passes and all that type of stuff, you know, more more of those type of guys uh who uh get the ball. Charlie Strong, you know, he likes to spread the ball around a lot, man. You know, he like you know, his offense is different and, and he doesn't have the personnel that uh, he had at Louisville or Florida, you know, his previous places where, you know, where he had a chance to use his athletic talent, you know, as far as uh, his skilled players. So now I think he's trying to recruit him there. I think he's trying to get, you know, his 
guys there as far as a a, a, a Charlie Strong type of player, uh, character wise on and off the field as well. But uh, it's not been working for him these first two years, man. And uh, I, I I can't say I feel bad for him. I mean, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, mean I, I wish the brother all the luck in the world. You know what I mean? But uh. Not against us, you know what I mean? Because I, I, they, they might hear that. Everybody knows they might hear the rivals, man. And uh, but like I say, man, he he's in. He has no excuse though, man. You has the hotbed of all the talent in the countries as far as Texas and all the rival. Uh, I mean, the, the north neighboring states, and you got all the resources. You know what I mean? The resources, the same, man. Yeah, it's out of control there, man. I mean, one of the biggest weight rooms. You got the network. You got the stadium. Um. You got the uh, come on the pageant street. You know uh, Austin is one of the biggest party towns in America, mm-hmm. uh, college or not. You know I mean? You got alumni there for days. Oh yeah, oil, uh, uh, often people oil wells. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, it's a it, it, it's a wide variety of what they can do there, man. So a lot of people are getting impatient with them, but I, I like I say, man, I don't know what to say about that situation because uh. We're going to get him at 12 o'clock today. Well, you know, one of the things that, that kind of disturbs me about the whole situation is that um, how can you not get players out of Texas? I know Mac Brown, for whatever reason, he couldn't get him anymore. Now, Charlie Strong has to. You, you know what I'm saying? He has to get those Texas players. And if you can't get them to buy in, if you got your players um, tweeting at halftime of a game and – and then when you add to the fact that now today is the Red, Red River rivalry, have you heard has, at any time recently, have you heard less about the Red River rivalry game than you have this year? It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal this year because of them. I mean, we 4-0, oh, no. and we're right number 10. All right, hey. just take a shot. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey us, you know what I mean? But, uh. It's definitely them, man. They had some bad losses, man. We, uh, the two special team uh, debacles they had the first two games of the year. And uh, the rest of the game, they begin plastered, you know what I mean? Uh, the tweeting at the halftime, man, that that just shows a lack of of focus to me. You know what I mean? You, you're, not, yeah, you're not in tune to the game, man. Like, like what, what, what would make you go grab your phone at the half, man, when you should be listening to your position coach, man, see what you got to do in the second half, man, to win the game, man? You know what I mean? So, uh, anything. Like, what, why would you even have access to your phone at halftime, man? That's another good question. Yeah, you know, that's, 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 that's like I say, man, that's my thing. So, this is my thing. This kid had it on his mind walking into that locker room the whole time when you're looking up the scoreboard, you're down 30. I mean, when you walk in there with your helmet in your hand, I'm gonna put my helmet down, grab my phone, but I'm gonna tweet this, boy. Come on, that 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 definitely goes to show, man, that uh, he doesn't have the focus or the 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 eye or the ear of the players, man. I don't think they're buying into what he's trying to teach. Do you do you think it's a rebellion uh, by those kids, those Coach Mac Brown kids, who really just don't buy into what Charlie's doing right now? Or I mean, they they may not, they may disagree with what he's done. They you no. Know, because um, I remember when I was in college and uh, one of my uh, roommates was let go off a of scholarship, man, because, you know, I, he wasn't a player that they thought he was and when the player he turned out to be. And uh, well, we were bitter, you know what I mean, because, you know, it was a homie. You know what I mean? We went through a lot of stuff with this dude. We had two a day, blood, sweat, and tears, two, 
uh, running on the track, you know, on the steps, you know, you, you know, you get camaraderie with a person when you go through hard times with them, you know what I mean? And uh, when he had to go, man, you know, it was kind of a hard thing. Like, man, why, why'd you do that, coach? I mean, we kind of looked at him different. Like, man, you don't care about us, man. You know what I mean? You're trying to win, you know what I mean? Or we, you know, we know that, but like, we like, you really don't care, you know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to deal. So that that could definitely be a lingering feeling, especially guys who were starters. Guys who were there two or three years before he even got there, and he letting them go. You know, you know, you know, trying to change the culture, man. Like, you should have went to that player, man, and uh, tried to give him a chance to be your guy. You know I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't know. Right. I, I'm not into that situation, but that could definitely be a lingering effect. But at the same time, playing at the University of Texas, man, so you do want to win. You do want to be on TV. You want to play in the bowl games, man. You want to leave a legacy, man, because you had to – one of the biggest prestigious schools in the country. I mean, so it's like a double-edged sword, man. They they kind of damnly do, damnly dump. But they want to look out for their homies. They don't agree with the coaches' uh, uh, teaching, but at the same time, they want to win for themselves and their legacies. If you are so unfocused that you're going to go into the locker room and grab your phone and start tweeting stuff, my answer to that kid would be, are you sure you can get a uh, scholarship over there at Southwest Oklahoma? Because you can't be here. <laughs> Understood. Eight oh five eight five six two eight five six telephone number www.thesportsofficials.com. We come back on the other side of the break. We're gonna play a little game with Nilly Neal, man. His uh, favorite game. And before we do that, we'll talk about the uh, the quarter mark, the quarter mark fantasy football MVPs at the moment. I can't wait to see if my guys on there. Oh yeah, man. I'm sure your guys on there. Even Big Enlick will be able to pick these out. He don't even he don't even play, man. So he'll be able to do these. So stay on the field with your boys, man. It's the sports officials. These sports officials. Give me some music. Let's get down to business, mental self-defense, offensive. Now, let's show. You got 
www.thesportsofficials.com Just talking about the great PE, man, and listening to uh, Fight the Power, man, one of the greatest inspirational songs of all time, man. And, you know, one of my uh, one of my childhood friends growing up, man, he used to play this song, like, every single day. You know, word for word. Favorite part was Mother F. Him and John Wayne. Chad Johnson. Oh, yeah, I remember Chad's bangs back in the day, man. <laughs> for all those who don't know, Chad is a Caucasian. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He's a song every day, man. That was it. Every time I went to his house, man, he had that song bumping. Mommy was always coming in there, Chad, just turn it down some. You know what? You don't you don't like the movement, Mama? <laughs> you, can't, you can't stand up for the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I tell you, man, they can just talk to their parents just a little bit different. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, boy, Chad John. What up, Chad? <laughs> hey, man, 
man, um, I just want to do a little, uh, before we go into your game, you know, the uh, H-O-F-G game. I always have trouble saying those initials, but I got it that time. I just want to do the quarter mark uh, fantasy football MVPs right now. If we were doing a all-fantasy football team, you know, and I'm going to do it just like the lineup, just like the lineup that we got. You know, so at quarterback, of course, Nitty Neal, who would you who would you say is the quarterback right now? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom, hey, it was close, but Tom Brady with Aaron Rodgers a very, very, very close second. I mean, yeah, it's one A, one B. it's not even it's not even a second to me. And, you know, and, and I just took time because he got the chip. No, you can't take them because of the chip. You can't do that. You got to go on the stats of what we're doing this year. It's the same thing, but they, they got the same numbers. That's why, that's why, that's why I took the, the, only, the, only the, way you, the only way they don't have the same numbers is if you play in the league, that gets you extra points when your quarterback throws for 300-plus yards. Tom Brady has thrown for over 300 yards in every game that he's, that he's had so far. Aaron Rodgers only had one that he didn't throw over 300 yards for, and I think that was his past Sunday night if I'm not mistaken, but he got a five touchdown game to his credit. Yep. You know, uh, Tom Brady has a four touchdown game to his credit. So if you got either one of those guys right now, chances are you are in first or second place in your league. Okay. Um, wide receiver spot. Most places got three wide receivers. All right. So we'll do the three wide receivers. And number one, of course, is DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> and, and, Julio Jones, my guy. <laughs> Julio Jones, man. Julio Jones, of course, is just ripping up the scene, man. He had the one bad game. Well, not even a bad game because they blew him out. You know, it was a huge blowout, so he really didn't even, you know, get the ball that much the uh, the last game they had because they've been giving the ball to uh, Devontae Freeman, who scored three touchdowns last week, back-to-back three and touchdowns. And the week before that, too. And the week before that. Back-to-back week, three touchdowns. Okay. Second wide out will be, as Neil just said, DeAndre Hopkins. The man has been over 100 yards in every game that he's played this year. Leads the NFL in receiving yards. Yeah, with the exception of, I think, this past Thursday. I'm not sure if he uh, crossed 100 yards or not. 126. Uh, 126. Well, whoop, there it is. You know what I'm saying? Of course, Lenny Neal picked him in every draft he had. Yeah. I mean, that was his mission in every draft. Yeah. You know, and, and, and when you play in fantasy football, for most folks, you try not to grab guys. But there's always one that you fall in love with that you have to have on every single team. And, and, and if you play in multiple leagues with the same person, sometimes you can take guys out of spite just because. And I thought about doing that to me one time with DeAndre Hopkins. You know, it was coming down, I was sitting there looking, and I was like, I think I'm going to get him. You know what I am. I didn't get him, though, and Neil got him in every single league, man. So, DeAndre Hopkins is one. And the third one. That's easy. The third one, it's, it's kind of close. I don't think so. You know, it's kind of close. You know, so um, with the exception because he, the guy who would have been third would have been Larry Fitzgerald. But since he had a bad game, uh, such a bad game that first week, you know, he kind of just fell out of favor. But your boy, Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall has been over 100 yards in every contest this year. The more, the one bonehead play, man, kind of threw him out to me. I would take uh, Antonio Brown. 
Yeah. Because, but though since Ben has been hurt, um, his last two games hasn't been that good. Yeah, it hasn't been. That, but but he's still second in the NFL, tied for second for yeah. uh, receiving yards. True. With uh, Michael Vick at quarterback. So, depends on what he does tomorrow, man. But, you know, as of right now. Uh, it, at the quarter mark. Yeah, I, I, I would have to go with Brandon. Just at, just at the quarter mark, okay? Now to get down to your running backs. You get to your two running backs now. And um, the number one overall, I got him, I think, one league. I got him in one. I think Neil got him in one. This guy gets you double digits every week. Even if you don't score touchdowns. Even if you don't go over 100 yards rushing. He's still going to get you double-digit points. Yeah, yeah. And that's Jamal Charles. Yeah, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, he's going to get you double digits. He's a super duper. Man, just last week, he didn't have 100 yards rushing, didn't have 100 yards receiving, didn't score a touchdown, still got to 15 points. 14.9, yeah. 14.9 because he got 70-something yards rushing, 70-something yards receiving. You know, so he's going to he's gonna do it all. You know, and then uh, the number two back, and you normally, you normally only do two running backs, the number two back, Neil, who do you think that would be? Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson, but you are wrong. Devontae Freeman, if you would look at his points, his stats of what he did outside of week one, outside of week one, that guy's been off the charts. Yes. And anybody, who has, anybody who has this, this guy for the last couple of weeks, they've been winning. They've been winning with this guy because he's been rushing for 80-plus yards, mm-hmm. receiving for 80-plus yards, and scoring three touchdowns. It's back to back weeks. Oh, Jody yeah, Juice, man, doing big numbers. I'm looking at his numbers here. You got uh, 3.8 yard rushing average, seven rushing touchdowns. Seven yeah, rushing touchdowns. I think that leads the league, right? He leads the yes. league. Yeah, he leads, he leads the league, man. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. And he, he, they get back Tevin Coleman. You know, and that's the guy who I picked in the couple draft was Tevin Coleman. And he was actually the guy until he got hurt. Yeah, he won the job. Yeah, he won the job. And he had a productive week one. I think he rushed for like 80-something yards in the touchdown uh, week one. Then he got hurt in week two with the rib injury. And Freeman goes nuts after that. You know, and so Freeman will be your uh, second running back. Um, to go to tight end, it's not even close. You know, it's Gronkowski. I mean, that guy is just just killing it all the way yeah, across. he's the guy. Because he's playing with the top quarterback. I mean, that's his number one target. So it's not it's not even close, you know, when it comes to that. Your kicker, who would you, who would you think the kicker would be? Justin Tucker. He has been lighting it up for Baltimore, man. You know, uh, he got me 15 points one week, man. And uh, he I think he has the most 40-plus uh, yard field goals in, in the NFL. Uh, he doesn't have the most uh, extra points. That's the Costanzo kid from uh, Arizona that they score all the time. Mm-hmm. But, uh. He's been the most accurate as well, man. Uh, Justin Tucker, man, for Baltimore, man. He's been the best kicker in the league. That is a good choice. But <laughs> he hasn't been ringing up uh, like my man from Kansas City. I can't think of his name right Car- now. Cario uh-huh. Santos. Cario Santos. He had one game where he kicked seven field goals. Now, you got to remember, Kansas City can move the ball. They just can't score a touchdown. They just can't put it in the end zone. They just can't put it in the end zone. So Santos been booing the man. Huh? He has been. You got, you got any stats on him right there, big in the leg? I have 11 field goals made, 11 field goals attempted, 10 field goals made, and 51 is along. 51 is along. He's been booting them. He put you them know, in because there. they can't put it in the end zone. You know, and they do, you know, okay, I think they probably got maybe uh, four or five touchdowns on the year as a team, I think. You know, and that goes back to what uh, uh, Freeman has with just seven on his own. 
you know, they only got one by a wide receiver. Uh, Macklin caught that one touchdown. I think that was on a Monday night. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure which one it was, but he caught that one touchdown, you know, and that was it. But that is the leading kicker. Your Kansas City kicker and your leading defense would be. You got you got any intel on anything the defense would be? (laughs) 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 For the last two weeks, they have been. For the last two weeks, they have been. But point wise, the Arizona Cardinals. You know, with the uh, interception return for touchdowns, the interceptions. Uh, the fumble recoveries, the forced fumbles, those guys have been. And, of course, uh, Colin Kaepernick had uh, he had a lot to do with that. You know, he threw two pick sixes to him, you know, in one game, threw four interceptions to him in one game. So he had a lot to do with that. But go ahead, man. You know what? It's been bottled up in you. Before we play this Hall of Fame game, I was just going to sit hey. back and I'm going to let you stand on your soapbox and talk to the world. Hey, hey, money, I love you, money, Mitch. But, uh, I'm about to steal your music right quick, man. Hey, can, can, can I get money music or rap music, man, please? Uh, can I get the rap music, man? I can't find the rap music right now, but what I can do is I'm going to give you the... Uh, what the money means, rap music? Okay, I'll take that one, too. <laughs> so you can go ahead and start something. <sighs> I told y'all so, man. Just like, like I was telling you, this guy is one of the best players in the NFL, man. I told Pops, I told Nick, and I told everybody in the world, pay this man the money because he is one of the best defensive players. Not one of the best defensive players. One of the best players in the NFL. Quick step. I told this to Nick at the job the day, man. I busted his door I was like, Nick, guess what? Since 2000, when this guy entered the NFL, the Seattle Seahawks have allowed 68 touchdowns and 78 interceptions since 2010. Without this guy, who I'm about to name in a minute, who we all know who it is, give him the damn money. 37 touchdowns and 15 interceptions without him. And that's only in the span of 11 games that this guy hasn't played since 2010. 37 touchdowns without this dude in 11 games and only 15 interceptions. With him since 2010, 68 touchdowns. 78 interceptions. Since he's returned from his long-awaited holdout, didn't go to training camp, didn't play in the preseason, Pop, Nick, <laughs> the minute this dude get back on the team, <laughs> not, 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 not the next week, not, 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 not three, four weeks, we'll let him, we can marinate for a minute, okay, let him settle back in his position. The second he gets back on the facility in Seattle. Not a touchdown allowed, man. Even when they came close to the inch yard line, guess what happened? He punched the ball out. He didn't allow it. <laughs> he didn't allow the touchdown. Now, if this guy doesn't deserve the money, man, who does? Who deserves more money than this guy? 
I know you would go to your, your argument that the agent is horrible. He signed a contract, yada, yada, yada. I don't want to hear that. Not today. This guy is the best defensive player, one of the best, if not the best defensive player or player in the NFL, period. And he showed you guys on Monday night. And once again, Mama's wrong. I'm right. Nobody ever disputed that Cam Only dispute was he signed contract, and it's up. And if, and if Seattle wanted to, you know, renegotiate the contract after one year, then that's up to them. But he signed that contract. You know, we we can go back and forth. You know, with this. Uh, until whenever, but he signed a contract, a contract, and he earned. Yeah, he played above it, and it's up to Seattle to say, you know what, you played above this contract. We're going to give you more money. But for him to to sit out and you know say, okay, I'm taking my ball to go home. I, he was wrong for that. That's my opinion. Now, I did not agree. Let me say, I did not disagree. I didn't say he wasn't a good player. I'm not disputing nothing that you said, because everything you just said is 100% fact. You know, all the numbers you spit out, the plays that he made, it is all fact. But when you walk that out, <laughs> as Rick Flair would say, <laughs> at the end of the day, he went back to the team minus, minus a new contract. He went back to the team with that same contract he had before he started to hold out, before he did not go to training camp, before he did not play in the preseason, before he did not play in those two games. Same freaking contract. Minus about two mil. Minus about two million that the Seahawks can't give him back because of the, new, the current CBA. Exactly. You know, so again, and I'm going to say it again, and I hate it, and you already said, you know what I'm going to say, but again, he needs to fire that dumbass agent who told him to hold out. They're going to give you your money, Cam. Cost them $2 million, and then Cam probably, is he married, Neil? Do you know? Not sure. Okay. Well, but he probably, that probably ain't. He probably, probably laid up in bed, you know, either talking to his wife or talking to himself and said to himself, Self, huh, you know you could be doing better than what you're doing. This guy just cost us $2 million, and they ain't budging. We better go play. Now, when he came back, I think they had, well, how many series where they had forced a punt or they didn't score or something like that. I think the, the Bears didn't. I think the Bears punted on every, every possession, single possession. Every position they had that game, and he made the play against Calvin Johnson. That cost me a fantasy football game. I lost by, like, point four three points because of that fumble. Mm. You know, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. You know, <laughs> but. They have to pay the guy. It's clear. They have to pay him. But as the big intellect said, and as I said, not this year. Not this year, man. He'll get paid maybe next year, but not this year. So Seattle better do the right thing, man, because I know I'm watching. Straight up. What you going to do they don't pay on the other? I'm a tweet. <laughs> Trigger fingers to Twitter fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get him. That'll get him. Hey, PM out in the school today, man. Hey, but uh, like I say, hey, Seattle without Cam, 0 and 2. With them, 
two and zero. Hey man, it's, it's 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 undeniable. You know, it's undeniable. You know, but uh, I wish I had a camera plan for my hurricanes, man. You know, because we we are hurt. You know, but today we're going down to the house that Bobby built. <clears throat> you know, in Dope Campbell with running back Talvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, Mr. Cook. May not be playing today. You know, he may not be playing today with that hamstring. And I want to tell you something, man. I miss this guy right here. This the, the problem with Miami is there is I'm not gonna say there's no swagger, but there is no 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 attitude, no us against the world attitude that we have. And I just just I just want to go back to something, if you will, man. This is a classic Miami moment. I don't give a flying, you know what, about a ball. I don't give a damn. He do the same thing to me. It's war. They don't give a freaking, you know what, about you. They will kill you. They're out there to kill you. So I'm going to kill them. You, you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. No, man, I'm pissed. All y'all take this down. I'm pissed, man. We don't care about nobody except this you. We don't. If I didn't hurt him, he'd hurt me. They're gunning for my legs. I'm going to come right back at him. I'm <laughs> soldier. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, man. Y'all ain't got no kind of players no more. Man, that's what I'm talking about, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a, he said, I don't give a freak. They come at me, I'm going to come at them. They come at my legs and blow up for their legs. I don't care. I'm a fucking soldier. <laughs> and where's that guy now? Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. He made two promos. Agreed. You know, you know, but I, I guess my, my point is, man, there is no fire like that that we have down there. No, there's no fire because y'all ain't got no weapon soldiers, man. Because we got, you know, Al Golden, you know, Owl, O W L, like come from Temple, Temple Owl. They playing that Temple ball, that Temple defense, that that Temple, you know, Temple losing. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, Neil. Exactly, you're exactly right. I'm not going to dispute that because we turn around and lose to a Cincinnati team that got beat by Temple. Temple. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, so it's 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 not it's not a um it's it's not a good. How you get man. that? How you get that job, man? We was on probation. I mean, we have, we've been on probation the last twenty years. Been on probation. I was just, I was just not thinking about that. Man. Like, who hired this guy, man? man? The old AD, the old AD that hired him, but it was uh, Donna. I can never pronounce it. Shalala. Yeah, she extended his contract through two thousand and nineteen. Nineteen. That's why we can't shake him. Nineteen. This is fifteen right now. Two thousand. That's four more years, bro. Now that's one dude I want to do the Cam Chancellor and hold out. Yeesh. That's one dude. Nineteen. Two thousand and nineteen, my brother. But that was it. Uh, she's not there no more, right? No, she got. Yeah, that, that was the F you to the school right yeah, there. Yeah. She, she knew she was on the way out. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna stick y'all with this dude. <laughs> man, did she? Did she? Did she not stick us, man? She. Whoa. Man, I can't even. Oh, I, I can't man. even. 
That's cold. I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 That's how I gotta go, man. Put on a regular T-shirt, man. Man, it's looking cute, man. I mean, I look. I, I look. I mean, I, everybody knows I. I mean, I'm not a biggest Miami fan, but dang, man. I really wish I was good, man, so I could talk about y'all, man. Like, talking about y'all when you're down ain't fun. You know what I mean? Straight up, man. I'm not being real. But when you're talking down on you, man, you mean, you know, it's, it's competitive, man, and it's, uh, and it's juicy. But, uh, man, watching this dude walk around in the sideline, man, with that whack ass tie, man. Like, who you think you are, dog? Like, you like you above the game. You more the uh, uh, prestigious or more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, man? So I wish I had, my pops, I, I wish I had my, my pops vocabulary right now. I hit you with a big word right now. <laughs> well, <man. laughs> well, no. you know what I'm saying? Who do you think you are? You know what I mean? Come on, man. Man, 805-856-2856 is the telephone number, www.sportsofficial.com. We're on the other side of the break, man. We'll take some phone calls. Uh, we got a little like a big Mike T on the line, man. We like to talk and uh, – we're getting in with some. Uh, we're getting in with some the H O F G game. You know, we got into talking, man. And we would have got it, Neil, but you know, we start talking about Cam Cam Chancellor. You know, so you did it again, man. I know you it. Did it again. <laughs> you did it again. So stay on the field with your boys, man. The sports officials, D sportsofficials dot com. You ain't got to. We all right.
805-856-2856, telephone number, www.thesportsofficials.com, forward, big intellect, and Nilly Neal. I am your boy, T. Nick. Together we make the sports officials, man, every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on your World Wide Web. I'm about to say on your radio now, but not yet. We're on your World Wide Web right now. You know, so we're getting there. But, Nitty Neal, it's about that time. And uh, we do a little thing that he likes to do called the uh, the Hall of Fame game. You know, we're going to get the Hall of Fame game in. And uh, hold up, give me just a second. We're going to pull that up right quick. But wait a minute. Now we got some callers on the line. And I have promised uh, some guys from a Facebook group called SOD, Sports or Die. And these guys are relentless. I mean, they I can show you some stuff, man, that these guys post up. And it's nothing but Florida guys. Miami Hurricanes, Florida Gators, Florida State Seminoles. Oh, I know, I know they get brutal. <laughs> it's brutal in there. Man, I can only imagine. It's brutal in there right now. You know, I mean they got all kind of nicknames, man, for each other. You know, it's you know, the semi-holes, and oh. they call them the gay, the gay turds, and oh. they even call us hurricane dude. They call us the poison clan ninjas. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> they're just disrespectful. Oh, very disrespectful in there, man. I'm telling you. That's, you, person, that's, when, I, that's, when, I, that's when I see you talk. Oh, man. I mean, it, it gets real bad in there. I mean, it gets it gets real bad in there. And you got to gotta have some thick skin to be in there. And, you know, a lot of times I just look at it and just be like, this is crazy. You know, it's crazy. But I told those guys, look. You know, with today being a rival, you know, rivalry Saturday, and it's going down today. And, you know, we, us Hurricane fans are taking a lot of shots in there about, you know, if they want to see a Hurricane game, they got to watch the History Channel. You know, Ooh. Like, oh, they get us, man. They get us. Ooh, that was nice. <laughs> I'm about to write that one down. <laughs> they get us good in there, man. I ain't going to lie to you, man. <laughs> they get us good in there. You know, I, I ain't going to lie to you. You know what I'm saying? They won five straight. Not trying to win. They beat us five straight, guys? Five straight, man. They beat us five straight because of one Al Golden. You know, he is. been in five years? Yes. They been in five years, man. Yes. No, he's been there for. I apologize. He's been there for. Uh, 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 my Shannon. Man, my man Shannon took the last one. You know, and Golden has never beaten Florida State since he's been there. Another reason why none of us can't stand him. You know, but I promise you, guys. I said, look, I'm gonna bring you in as soon as I see numbers pop up. I said, if I get two guys, if I get a Florida State guy and a Miami guy, or I'm gonna let you go at the same damn time. You know, so we'll make. You know. We'll make there you go. We'll make a little uh just a little side piece right quick before we get into our five questions in the Hall of Fame game. You know, so I got uh, I know we got Mike T on the line, you know, so we're gonna pull Mike up and then when we pull Mike up, then, then I'll let you handle Mike and then I'ma check in with the uh caller that we got from the four eight oh, you know, and see uh uh just exactly what team uh my man went right there and then we'll go for that. So um without further ado, let's uh can we, can we, can we get it? I'm looking for, you got the hello over there, Neil? I got it. You got it? Get the hello for him. I thought I had it. I got it. Hello. 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 Mike T. Oh, man. God, dog, good morning, yeah. man. How you doing this morning? <laughs> hey, good morning, brothers. How y'all, man? Yeah, I hear I got I got one win today. My little my son out here getting sacked. They won 
34 to nothing, throwing up donuts. Now I need my team tonight at 8 o'clock to go win, you know. Even though I won't fold and out of there, we got to win tonight, man. This this personal, you know. This is this is, this is state representative game right here, you know. So, hey, Miami got to pull this one out for me tonight, man. What y'all got, man? How you feel about that? We got – we got – I'm about to check in with this other guy right quick and see who this is on the other line. But uh, I'm going to let you don't mind. Just tell him how raunchy it gets in that SOD. Oh, man. Hey, hey man, if you if, if anybody can get, let you into the SOD, first of all, you can't do any funny stuff because you'll go straight to trial and they'll, they'll pull up the picture. You go to trial, all rise, then then everybody get the, then whatever picture you posted you get put out there. You either going you either going to the to a new land called SOD two, meaning all the all the rejects and all the squares that are messed up and put pictures on there that they weren't supposed to put on there. You know they go to SOD two, but you know it, it, it's a good group man we it's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of us florida boys you know we got cats from other other states but it's a lot of us jacksonville florida boys and, you know we all went to high school together so it, it's a, it's a, it's big fun and big talk on there man yeah it, uh sounds like y'all have a lot of fun man but uh hey hey the person hey, is, is kind of crazy i i i know for you know for you know a lot of people don't like to get facebook if you ever do and you can get on sod You'll see what I'm talking about, man, because it goes down all the way. <laughs> I can't hear you, brother. Guess you got to turn that mic on, huh? Give us a prediction. <laughs> what you got today? Oh, I got a short prediction, man. I don't see too much scoring. I see, I see, I, I'm out here at the football game. They throwing up the. The tomahawk slap, whatever you want to call it, oh, whatever. They throwing it out here. I'm still out here <laughs> at the football game. But this is my prediction. 17-14 Miami on a late touchdown. <laughs> a late touchdown, 17. I see us winning. 17-14. I don't see too much scoring this game, man. I really don't. I uh, 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 Florida State offense looks suspect. Our defense don't look that good. They, they their offense besides Dalvin Cook don't look that good. But our offense look real, real good. You know, the uh, offensive coordinator needs to make some right decisions and stop doing some dumb stuff that they've been doing. Hopefully, they change that up for this one game at least. You know, hey, <laughs> that's that's how I feel about the game. Seventeen fourteen, late touchdown. I think, and, then, uh, and not only that, one of one of one of Florida State touchdowns might be a defensive touchdown. But I think we're uh, still man, getting. Man, that's that's what's for thinking right there, man? <laughs> huh? That's what's for thinking right there. Thinking about the yeah, uh, but, whole Florida seven, State to fourteen points. Yeah, seventeen fourteen. That's my that's my prediction. Any of you suckers out there, Florida State fans out there? Hey, that's that's my prediction. Oh, uh, you know you know what I call y'all on SOD, y'all hoes. Oh, <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man. 
family shows. I told you to get real, man. He can call them straight hoes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Send my hoes, though, Neil. H-O-L-E-S. Hoes. That's how we say it. Well, what's your preferred to? Huh? What you mean? <laughs> I have no idea what you mean. You know, so um, got about thirty left, and let's do our HOD game. Let them play too. Play TV, and, you know. And you know, you know what that four eight zero number is. The great L Boogie is on the line. L Boogie, Florida State himself. Oh my goodness! Everybody go down today. L is doing something. Ah, no, you didn't. L, he's doing something monumental today. You know, but I'm gonna let him tell you. You know, instead of uh, instead of me doing it, but um, you want to include those guys on the home? Yeah, I got to get L, man. I'm going here. I want to hear opinion on okay. these two. All right, so uh, we're gonna bring L in, and we're gonna bring Teezy back in as well. You know, for the Hall of Game, uh, Hall of Fame game. But first, let's bring L in, man. Let's speak to the uh, the great L Boogie, Mr. Boogie. First of all, let's give him. You know, we gotta give it to him. Hello. Hello, Boogie, how you doing this morning? Oh man, just uh, fan glorious, man. Uh, I, I I I had to call in, and, and first of all, it's been a long time. That you know the streets have been closed for a while, so um, mm-hmm. but I'm getting in with you guys, and you know today marks the 20th year anniversary of the Million Man March, and one thing that I'm doing, and I'm stepping up, is that uh, I'm doing a hood man march because our kids can't get to D.C. And, you know, we're spending all this money to get on the Greyhound and carpool and this and that. Put that community, put that money in the community and, and let's show these kids that it's right here. You know, because we went 20 years ago, and what did we do? We did nothing after that. We got worse. So no disrespect to Lewis, but let's not give him our $10 million dollars Let's put that money in front of within our community. So I'm doing a, a hood man march from 55th and Huff to 93rd and Huff. I'm passing all my projects. I'm going past Starrgill Marshall Rec Center. So I'm just giving it back because somebody gave it to me, man. So uh, I'm just doing that because I think it's needed. We didn't have so many killings of the babies by young guys that are 17, 18 years old. And, you know, we didn't had a little three-year-old major and Ramon Smith. He was five. We've had these killings, and then a six-month-old six baby. And if you've been looking at, looking at LeBron James, he commented about that in one of his interviews because the city been in the uproar. So I'm just continuing me giving back to the community, and I'm using the sports as a carrot to bring these kids out. So, I, I, I you know what I'm saying, I did that at 8 this morning, and uh, we're finishing up the walk. So I just want to appreciate y'all getting me in on the HOD. You know what I'm saying, and uh, I mean, excuse me, the, the Hall of Fame game, and, and get me in with Tizzy talking about this uh, Florida State and uh, the U game. So I'm just, to be honest with you, though, I'm just glad y'all back relevant. To be honest <laughs> with you. Ooh, another shot. What is to take it all over today? No, no, I'm just glad that we, you know, what I'm saying that uh, it's going to be a, a, a great game. We're down in, you know, in the south. And uh, I, to be honest with you, it's going to be Nick and Tuck. I think we might pull it out with experience, but I'm not sold on Goldston uh, with his, you know, running the team and whatnot. Our defense is going to hold up. I'm, I'm expecting us to do what we did against Boston College, kind of put our team in a position to get points on defense. But 
I mean, you got about two more years to go uh, get back. But it's just glad to see them guys back reveling. It's good to see Florida back reveling. It just helps us when we beat those two guys, you know, to help us maybe jump into the playoff picture and we beat Clemson. You know, we need guys to be relevant to get in the playoffs. Don't get it twisted. We need the U. We need Florida. We need guys, Clemson, to keep winning. So when, you know, it's 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 uh for the resumes for the, for the ACC. You know, so congratulations. And, you know, welcome back into the ballroom, man, cuz you guys have been sitting in the parking lot pimping for a while. So, <laughs> you know, you guys are back reveling. Good job. I can't say nothing, man. You got us. <laughs> you, you you got us. Nothing, nothing I can say right now. You know, I'm just I'm just glad we're playing at eight o'clock again instead of playing at twelve. No doubt. You know? <laughs> right. So so what we're gonna do but now I mean, is rivalry rivalry is rivalry. I mean, I'm nervous every time we play to you just on the strength for the rivalry. I mean, just like, you know, they got the rivalry, Michigan Michigan, Ohio State, I mean, you always, you know, gotta stand packed with your rival, regardless you throw the records out the window. So I expect it to be Nick and Chuck. And we might win on the late field goal or a bonehead play by the U because just experience. I just think we got a little bit more experience on, on defense and, you know, we pull it out. But, you know. I, nope. and, and, and can I ask a question? How Go many – we, we to be honest with you, I, I haven't seen in the last, like, three years where a guy from the U is just in the league. Like he stands out, like a you know he he that DB or that offensive tackle or that running back. Like where is that next stud or you know that next class to come in for you guys? Is it because of Al Golden and not wanting to you know be on the line with recruiting you know violations? Or I, I just want to throw that question out to you, you you know to the you fans. What's you know because you know they always had a top five recruiting classes, and I haven't seen the U jump out in that top five in February. So I'm wondering what's holding you guys back from getting them five-star five, them, uh, five players. Oh, that's easy. The coach. The coach is holding us back. I mean, we, we, he won't let guys be who they are. And, and to tell you, we had six wins last year, and we had seven guys drafted. We had more guys drafted than we had wins. So what did I tell you about our program? You know, so there's no reason why they shouldn't be competing. I'm not going to get into that, though. You know, I do it all the time. Okay. Let's play the Hall of Fame game. Let's get our music again. Yeah. Woo! I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, fellas, welcome to what we call here the Hall of Fame game, or for a short abbreviation, the HOFG. Now, if you new to this game, you know Pops and Chick Newton, man, the toughest uh, uh, critics of this game, man. So that's, they're, the one, they're the main reasons why we do this, man. Because if we can get these dudes say you in the hall, man, you damn sure good. Now, here we go. 
Yeah, yeah Billy, I think you played before, but I don't know if you played before, uh, uh, TV. But uh, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run down some uh, some numbers, some statistics, and some accolades. And uh, and I just want a quick yes or no if this guy deserves a nod in the Hall of Fame. Now, if you name a player's name or jump out there and say somebody who you think it is, man, you out. You out the game. All right. No, I tell you about you have this game and the next two games. I'm just trying to make a point. Do not say the player's name, even if you think you know it, man. Just say yes or no. All right, here we go. I'm gonna start off with pops, man. That's how we do a tradition. All right, here we go, pop. You ready? Eight-time Pro Bowler. I said it eight times. Three-time first-team All-Pro. Because, let me stop right there. But Nick and Pops, if you're not on the first team, you can forget. This is something everybody needs to know. Three-time first team, Pop. Nick. Three-time second team, All-Pro. NFC champion. AP NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. NFC Defensive Player of the Year. NFL 2000s All-Decade Team, Unanimous All-American in college, Chuck Bagnerick Award, Lombardi Award winner, First Team All-Conference, I ain't going to say the conference, uh, and he led Division One sacks when he was in college. Total tackles in his NFL career, 611 tackles, 129 sacks, 129, Pop, 11 interceptions, 43 forced fumbles. Hall of Famer Pop. Nick? First ballot. Cleveland. First ballot. First Mike ballot. Mike, you in that First ballot. What about you, uh, L. Boogie? What you got? I have first ballot. I have first ballot, too. Who is it? You know who this guy is, everybody? We waiting. Julius Peppers. Oh, really? I knew I was going to get you with that one. <laughs> Julius Peppers. Oh, damn. And I left out a few Ooh. things on there because I didn't want to give it away. You know what I mean? Damn. Damn. I didn't feel comfortable about that. Hunter Sacks Club. I, I left that out of there. Um, Brian Piccolo Award winner. Of course, you probably would have known that. Uh, team uh, Carolina Panthers uh, MVP uh, six times. Nice. Team MVP. Wow. Julius Peppers, man. So, hey, okay. first team, yeah. hey. Uh, uh, hey, thank you, Pops. Thank you, Pops. That's the first time you ever said that. <laughs> 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 Here we go, second one. Here we go. Here we go. Seven-time Pro Bowler. Two-time first-team All-Pro, Pop, Nick, two times. Mm-hmm. Two-time second-team All-Pro. Three-time NFL Alumni Wide Receiver of the Year. Two-time NFL Receiving Yards Leader. Three-time AFC Receiving Yards Leader. Uh... All the stuff up, so just gonna give it away. Okay. It. All right. Uh, let, me finish, let me finish career stats. 1,025 career receptions, 13,725 career receiving yards, 
66 receiving touchdowns, Hall of Famer, Pop. Yeah, I would give him. I would. I would get him in. Um, probably not first ballot, but yeah, he'd get in eventually. You said seven Pro Bowls, seven-time Pro Bowler. How many first-team All-Pro? Two-time first-team All-Pro. How many second-time? Two-time second-team All-Pro. Did he lead the league in, in touchdowns or receiving? Two-time NFL receiving yards leader. For some reason, I'm saying no. <laughs> hey, T. Uh, damn, Mike Teasy. <laughs> man, uh, man, them wide receivers, it's hard to get in. Uh, I'm gonna say no to me. <laughs> I'm say no. I know I'm killing. I know. <laughs> hey, LB, what you got, receivers, man? <laughs> I, 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 how many? And how many years did he play in the league? He's been in the league since two thousand three. Yeah, how many years? Two thousand three. Okay. Right. And he has. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, Boogie says no. Mm, mm, mm. Who is it? You know, I'm gonna say yeah. You can say yes to everybody you read. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Y'all, boy, man, you and Easy Boy, Andre Johnson. Yeah, he. I don't think he get in. I don't think he's gonna get in. I don't think he get in. Seven time Pro Bowl, yeah. two time first team, two time second team. No. Two time no. NFL receiver three time NFL alumni, wide receiver of the year. Alumni. But you know what? Uh, the, a thousand receptions. The number that's on the six touchdowns. Sixty six touchdowns. Damn! How many do you need? Sixty six touchdowns. You need at least you need at least eighty eighty five close to a hundred. Yeah. After his PED suspension, he only needs sixty six touchdowns. That's I mean that's that stops him right there for me. I mean before Jerry Rice, Steve Larger had the record for a hundred. But but like that's but like that's that's just what uh, uh Boogie just said. He at least got to be in that eighty five on up. Yeah. Yeah. Eighty five plus range. Uh, he got thirteen thousand receiving and, yards. And, and, and before you even said the name. Big Intellect said he won't get in first ballot, but maybe eventually. And I agree with that. You know I agree with that. But this guy is a Hall of Famer. Let's go to the last, last one. Okay. Last one. Oh, y'all boys, man. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Pop. Two times. Uh, no, not two times. Take that back. Super Bowl champion. Two times Super Bowl champion? No, once. Got oh. a ring. Okay. Got a ring. Okay. Five-time Pro Bowler. First team all pro once. But he was first team all pro, Pop. Nick. Second team all pro once. NFL Defensive Player of the Year. NFC Defensive Player of the Year. 323 tackles, 64 sacks, 12 forced fumbles. Hall of Famer, Pop. Not even. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Hey, to the no, no Damn <laughs> No, it ain't happening It ain't happening, Captain Does he, does he have Does he have a, uh, Like consecutive games played I mean, because 
Uh, I don't see that on there. But, uh, hey, boy, boy. I mean, I don't even think he's going to get in the first, second, or third ballot. Layer of the year. Second team all pro, first team all pro, five times pro bowler, and a Super Bowl champion. And on only player of the year once or twice now. NFL now, not 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 just NFL defensive player of the year. One time though, no. once. Damn, how many times you gotta do time. it? I was just saying. No, dude, no. NFL. <laughs> you can back into a. Uh, but you was first. You was first. Team first team all NFL defensive player of the year. How many times was it? How many times what? How many times was he all first team all pro though? One, One time. No, no, I'm just talking one. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, three times. Okay, well there you go. <laughs> Clay Matthews the third. Hell no. Nah. Get out of here, man. And I, I like the fact that he is. Like Hurricane too, man. You let your boy Andre in here. I take all three of these guys easily. He he got a little bit more more football to play than than. Oh, he got a lot of football to play. He got a lot of football to play. I look at his numbers, what he has now, and what still what he has to go. I said, if he never played another down, I think he in. You know, you should look no, at the No, he has to play more. Uh, no. I think Clay, I think Clay Matthews Sr. should be in the, pro, in, the, in the Hall of Fame. No, he should be in the Hall of Fame. He should be. Senior should be in the Hall of Fame. If anybody's if anybody going to be in there. Okay, okay, okay. Well, let's, let's do it right quick. Clay Matthews Sr. Real quick. Four-time Pro Bowl selection. Three-time All-Pro selection. That's his first or second team. They say he was All-Pro. 1,500 tackles, man. Yes, sir. 69 <laughs> sacks, 16 picks, and a touchdown. Right. Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just said 1,500 tackles. Three-time all pro. No, three-time all pro. No. Back then, they, they only had one. Uh, right, they only had one back then. They only then. had one team. Yeah, they didn't have second or third team back then. It was just one. Well, this dude was on the All Pro team twice. His son. <laughs> how many, how many he, had? he got three twenty. Three twenty. But he got more sacks than him, though. But his daddy got five. And he got the same. And, and he got the same amount of same amount of forced fumbles. His okay. daddy was a middle linebacker. Okay. Okay. His father. His father played. And he made more Pro Bowls than his daddy. Years too. And he won a Super Bowl. How many picks he got? Oh, Super Bowl. I mean, he won one. Yeah, Trent Dippin won a Super Bowl. Is he in the Hall of Fame? But he wasn't no All-Pro first team. He okay. didn't win NFL MVP. I, I, he I just got from the pinnacle of every award in the NFL. Oh, let's do this. He's, I, go ahead, go ahead, Boogie. I would say maybe projected. I mean, I think it's too early to have him. I mean, I can see Julius Peppers because he didn't play them in 15 years, but Clay ain't even played 10 yet, so... I don't know if that's fair to him to. I mean, he's on the, he's on the uh, pace to be maybe a Hall of Famer, but just to it's not fair to him because he got, he you know he ain't even played ten years. He might only be what is it six year being in the league. So I mean, and then he's adapting to a new position. Let's see what he do at middle linebacker. You know, so I mean, he all right, but. For right, yeah, okay. for right now, no. Right, six years, yeah, two thousand. I don't think it's. I don't think his father should go in because I mean, he only. I mean, how many Pro Bowls did he have? And he played fifteen, sixteen years, though. So. Right, that's what I was on. 
What you know? He, he hey. was cool. I think he was a up. I mean, if that's the case, London Fletcher should go in the Hall of Fame. Who? You know, London Fletcher. Oh yeah, you know what? He might be a candidate, man, for the okay, next Okay, okay, game. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got one last segment left. We got 15 minutes to go. You guys want to stay on? Yeah, I'm in. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll stay on. Okay, that's what we got. We're doing our bang bang segment. Uh, we get 10 seconds to answer the question. Big and let answer the question. And, and when you hear this, bang! It's over. Got to cut. Got to cut your answer. All right. All right. Now further ado, big intellect. You got it. Who? Here we go. All right, Todd. I'm gonna ask you the question first. Uh, right now, college football. If it happens, if it started today, who are your four playoff teams? E. Uh, my four playoff teams will be Ohio State, uh, Alabama. Uh, I hate to say it, but Baylor, they're number three, and Michigan State. Those are my four. Neil? Oklahoma. (laughs) 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 Ohio State. (laughs) The Gators of Florida. Mm. Mm. And I'm going to go with TCU. All right. Uh, I have Ohio State, TCU, Utah, mm. and <laughs> Alabama. All right. Mike T? I, I, got, I got the same thing. Ohio State, Ohio State, TCU, Utah, and Bama for right now. All right. Uh, uh, Boogie? I got Ohio State. I have Utah. I have uh, – Michigan State, and right now the fourth team they're 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 just gonna play their way in. Uh, I'm looking at it at, at at maybe Oklahoma, uh, that Oklahoma. Bang! 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 Oh, Daddy man. My man. All right. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Number two. Oh. In the uh, NBA preseason player rankings, Kobe Bryant was ranked number ninety-three. Is that fair or disrespectful? That is straight up and down disrespect. There ain't no way Kobe Bean is worth. There's no way there's 92 guys better than him in the NBA. Even though he's hurt and he's coming off injuries, I can think of, I probably can't think of 40 that's better. So, But I think that's uh, disrespectful. Very disrespectful, man, to a guy, man, who's top five. Maybe top ten, definitely. Maybe top five of all time, man. And again, even last year when he got hurt, he had 21 points a game, man. I know he only uh, shot 38% from the field, which was at the bottom for a guy who gets his volume of shots he gets. But he still averaged 21 points a game, man. Ain't nobody averaging 21 points a game. 93 Absolutely. I don't think that there are 92, but when you say 92 players in the NBA, and I'm not a Kobe Bryant fan, but there aren't 92 players on the planet Better than Kobe Bryant, much less just the 90 players in the NBA. I thought that was like really, really poorly done. Bang, 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 bang. Mike too. Yo, you know that's disrespectful, man. I mean, we can't we can't go about what he did in the past, but right now 
in the shooting. Man, I have I have Kobe do his thing. I have him take the last shot, even if LeBron James was on the squad. So that's total disrespect. Bang, 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 bang. Hell, Boogie. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't know if the panel like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, pop, popularity contest or something, yeah, but just on in between them lines, you know, he not, he, he's not top 10, like, right, he probably in that 50 range or 40 range, but, man, Kobe, that's disrespectful, man. They they didn't walk, oh, we all can't wait to see how many times Kobe does all right, number three. Number three, based on the first five weeks of the college season, if the draft was held tomorrow, who's the first player picked? And I'm sorry, say it again, the first player picked and who? In the NFL 2016 draft. If the draft was held tomorrow, Jesus. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, Joey Bosa from Ohio State. I think he'll be uh, the first player drafted. It'll be between him and I can't even pronounce the guy's name. Uh, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And Dichi. And Dichi, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one, man, because uh, it's a lot of players who can get that number one pick, man. But if I had to take one now, man, oh, I would say Jared Goff, the quarterback from California. I think bang, somebody's going to take Hope it ain't the Browns. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm a, my, the player that I had is the same player Neil had, Jerry Goff. Uh, a lot of the analysts are comparing him to Matt Ryan. Uh, as a matter of fact, they, they, they pulled a bunch, of, a bunch of analysts, and they all said the same name. They said, did they compare him to Matt Ryan? Uh, there are no uh, uh, Tom Brady's or Aaron Rodgers in this draft, but if you're going to get compared to Frank, Matt Ryan, that's not a bad name to compare to. Mike T. Oh, man, this is a hard one because it looked like the Browns are going to be the first pick in the draft. But uh, <laughs> I couldn't get y'all last week. But, yeah, gotta, it's probably going to be golf, man. Uh, it's just what the intellect just said, everything he just said. That's that's basically what I was going to say. Nothing, nothing else hey, Boogie. He's not he's not eligible to be picked. Uh the running back for L S U. Right. Cordell Jones. Pro mm-hmm. ready right bang, now. Bang, 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 bang. Mm. There it is. Num- number four. Mm. Number four. Um First quarter of the NFL. Who's the MVP? First quarter of the NFL. <gasps> MVP. Jesus, man. I'm going to have to say. <laughs> Damn. Aaron Rodgers. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> All those injuries, and they still undefeated. That's a good one, but uh, I'm going to go with Tom Brady uh, mm. because. Uh, yeah, I'm not guilty, man. Like R. Kelly, man. That's the second time in this, in this, in this uh, segment that me and Neil have the same name. I had it written down right here, Tom Brady. 
Tom Brady has done phenomenal work with a, with a bunch of guys that aren't a bunch of superstars except for Gronkowski. And those guys, ain't nobody been close to the Patriots yet this year. Yeah. So I'll say Tom Brady. Bang, 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 bang. Mike T. Well, yeah, I was going to go with Tommy, but I got somebody else. The running back for the Falcons. His name Williams. Devontae Freeman. Uh, Devontae Freeman. Yeah, Devontae yeah, Freeman. That's who I'm going with. Man, the boy had six touchdowns in two games. You know, keeping these Falcons alive. I'm not a Falcons fan, he's he doing the same. Hell, Buggies. He's a Florida State guy, just a sidebar. Uh, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to stay with the Falcons, man. Julio Jones has, has lit it up, you know, the first four games of the season. So I, I think it's uh, it's Julio. There it is. Wow, we got two dirty birds for MVP. Uh, all right, right, all right. Here it is. This one is going to cause some controversy. Oh damn! And we and you know we ain't scared of no controversy. What number is it? Four or five? <laughs> this, is, this is five. This is five. This is five. Okay. Yeah. So normally we step away from sports. For the right. fifth question, we're saying in, in the sports of this one. All right. Did Derek Fisher break the guy code by dating his former teammate's ex-wife? Well, I'm going to give everybody 20 seconds on this one. Okay. <laughs> because he was dead-ass wrong for dating her. Because not only that, they I guess they were had to be some type of friends or outside kicking guys, some type of way. I don't see that type of pictures with Barnes and Fisher. And... He's probably been over to that house before with Barnes because that's the house that they were living in when they were married. He's probably been over there before with each other. You know, now, if you're going to knock it off and keep it low, knock it off and keep it low. But he's over there. He got told on by the two six-year-old twins. He was dead-ass wrong. Oh, man, he was so wrong for that, man. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, even if you wasn't friends, man, you guys were teammates. I um, mean, you knew to do why you you just seen them together at the for the team functions. They got pictures of them back in the day where they all in the picture, you know, back in the day like, from years ago, years ago. You know what I mean, so you know who she is. You know that's his wife. That's not that's not his girl. That's his wife, bro. You know what I mean, ex-wife. You mean look, come on, man. That that's so stepping past the line. Out of all the women in the world, man. I mean, you got to go step to this dude's wife, man, and go to her house, man, his house with his kids in the house, man. Man, I, I I hope he beat your ass. Man. I mean, shut up. Yeah, that was good, man. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, I, I discuss this this uh, issue with a lot of guys uh, that I'm around, and you know, some disagree, some do. But here's one thing that that most people don't get: the the bond between teammates. It, it doesn't matter how long. Teammates, especially in a sport as intense as the NBA, it goes from October to June. You're with those guys who are battling every day uh, on the road, uh, staying in a hotel room, hanging with each other, practices, film room, all that. These guys are closer than your family for those ty- that time of the year. And for you to step to that guy's wife, one thing, that is completely out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Yes. Second thing is that we've all seen episodes of Basketball Wise, man. I'd have left that messy chick alone, man. I don't know, oh, I don't know what's wrong with that. She's come up. Now she's famous now. She's more famous than she was before. I know, right? Right. You just wrong for that. Bang, 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 bang. Mike, too, what you got? Man, I got it, man. He was dead wrong for that all the way around, man. He don't do no stuff like that. I mean, you've seen the, the situation with LeBron. 
when uh who was that Delonte West and, and that was his mama, man you know you know so that that's all the way around that's she should be off limits you know that's that man wife they still I I think I'm not sure but I think they still they still married but they separated right now so it's yeah that's a bad that's bad business man he looking to get shot because break <laughs> yourself fool. <laughs> That boy, that boy there off the chain, as we know. <laughs> so he's dead wrong for that. I'm about to turn into Al Martin, man. I'm about to turn into Big Brother Almighty, man. You know, you know they was swinging, man. You know they was swinging, man. Uh, they was in the gas, man. attack, man. <laughs> He caught a sucker attack and went, what, 90, 60. Don't blame it on the kids, man. You know, in L.A., man, that's L.A., man. They swinging, man. So, don't, I don't know, the wife, this and that, they didn't, they didn't experience change, no robbery. They, you right. They've been knowing each other for a while. They swinging, man. Trust me. Does this mean man, we're not friends anymore? Lives, man. They, oh, man, I'm telling you, they swinging, bleed. It, it's not, it, uh, I, I mean, yeah, this is a guy code, so how did they break it? I understand that. The mother situation, that was different. But, I mean, you got guys who, they get into it all the time on teams. Jalen didn't mention that. It, that happens every other on every on every team every year. Guys banging each other bronze. So, I mean, yeah, you break the code, but, you know, Matt, you ain't got to go at 90 miles, man. And then you caught a sucker attack real bad. And you know the other swinging guys. Yeah, man, it's official. I had to tell a child, Martin Moe, man, and, and, and uh, OG scorekeeper, man. <laughs> you got five seconds there, Boogie. Give us a final thought. Man, give it to your community. If you ain't marching in your hood, say something. Grab one of these kids, man, because it's all about them, man. You know, they marching in D.C., but, hey, we should be marching in, in Decatur. We should be marching in, you know, in Atlanta, in Cleveland, all over the country, in the streets, man, because our kids can't get to D.C., so we got to give it to them. Righteous. Hey, El Boogie, nice to hear from you, my brother, man. Touch base back with us next week. No doubt, man. I love you guys, man. Stay official. Mike T, five seconds, Yo. final thought. Um, I, I appreciate what what Al just said, man. We do have to get out in this community, but tonight the you win, and I'm out. Millie <laughs> <laughs> Neal, final thought, my brother. First of all, man, I just want to say I appreciate you, boys, man, for giving back to the community, brothers. You know what I mean? Wish we had more brothers like you. I mean, we, we might be all right, but uh, yeah, it's a good show today, man. Uh, uh, I'd like to uh, uh, take the time out to thank everybody for playing the Hall of Fame game today. And uh, I, I enjoyed all y'all opinions today, like I do every week, man. Uh, we're going to take the show to the next level, man. We're going to move to another date. We're about to be on YouTube in a couple of weeks. Man, we're about to take this thing to a whole other level, man. So, hey, you can ride with us, man, or you get rolled over, man. Or what the Bean say, man? You can stay down. You can, what do you say? He said, you can get down oh, or you lay down. They can't let. We're we're all in in uh, in the media, for lack of a better term. So we we all while we all have our opinions, we all constantly have to be careful of what we say. So let's say this: If you ever listen to one of the local sports stations, that you remember, and there's a uh, 
sports personality Mike Bell. I hope you enjoyed him because Mike Bell has spoken his last on Atlanta radio. I tell you right now, they say there's a two week suspension. Really? Oh yeah. I think he's done too. If you if you if you didn't see that tweet that you put out about that that female uh called him Tits McGraw. Tits McGee. Oh, that was cold. Yeah, he's done. I I I don't think he'd be back either. I don't think he'd be back about me, but I was, you know, there's that nice, nice, black patient, embarrassed, so on and so on like that. So, don't press in. Mm. Man. I like Mike Bell, too, man. I do, too. I like, right, I, I like Bell, too. He, he's a little quirky, man, but I, I like the man, but uh, he, he could go over the top sometimes, man, but That's that time, man. that one time he did, man, it, it cost him. Hey, uh, I'd like to say, man, I appreciate all the prayers and everybody, man, that uh, that talked to me. For those who don't know, I was in the in the hospital for a couple of days. They tried to tell me my ticket was wrong, but God told him my ticket was right. And uh, man, when you lay in the hospital bed, you get a whole bunch of thoughts, man. You got a whole lot of thoughts in your head, man. And you know, it was so bad for me that I was sitting there watching the clock, you know, with the hand. And I noticed that every 15 seconds, the long hand moves an inch. <laughs> That's how bad I was sitting in there, man. Just mind, just wondering, you know. So, uh, man, if you're doing a lot, man, take your time, man. Sometimes you got to sit down, you know. As Denzel Neal said, man, you're either gonna get down or lay down, you know. So, if you got a lot going on your plate, man, take your time, man. Uh, enjoy life, man. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your kids, you know. And, and help one another if you can, man. Like Bug said, there's somebody out there that you can help, man. You know, help them, man, because the reward is in the end. You know, you'll feel a lot bit better about yourself. So. Next Saturday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. We're going to get it right. I'm going to get here one day on time. We're going to get it right, man. We're going to get it right. So my prediction for the night, down in Dope Campbell Stadium, Florida State, 31, Miami Hurricanes, 33, Neil. You heard it here first. <laughs> and if you're rooting, if you're rooting for those Florida State Seminoles in Boogie, better you than me, my brother. Better you than me, man. Later, fellas.